Hello, lovely single mums, and thank you for joining this podcast where we'll be talking about COVID disaster payments, things like eligibility, claiming, and all the other stuff you need to know. My name is Lucy Good, and I'm the founder of Beanstalk Single Mums. We're an online space dedicated to supporting and inspiring single mums from all walks of life. Find out more about what we do for single mums at beanstalkmums.com.au. Today, though, for this podcast, I'm talking to none other than the General Manager at Services Australia, Hank Jongen. Um, so for the second time, Hank, welcome to the Beanstalk podcast. Thank you. A real pleasure. It's really great to have you on. I cannot imagine how busy you and, and everybody at Services Australia is right now. Probably uh, some of the busiest people in the country, I would say. Yeah, look, we are absolutely facing unprecedented demand, uh, but so far we're coping really well. And I think that's a real tribute to our staff. Um, it is, yes. You know, I've, I've spoken to a few people who have um, applied for disaster payments and have got them really quickly. And that's the key for us. The government has told us it expects us to uh, get money into people's hands as quickly as possible. That's our number one priority right now. Well, for me, you're doing a wonderful job. I just want to say that because I think a lot of people have had to really go uh, beyond uh, in the last two years. And uh, yeah, it's great to live in a country such as Australia where we're so well looked after. I'm very grateful for one. Um, but look, Hank, uh, pandemic disaster payments was not actually the planned topic for today. Um, but with COVID problems continuing um, and lockdowns disrupting the lives of many people across the country, it just seemed like the only way to go, didn't it? Um, so it's one of those chats where I have to do something I find quite difficult and keep my mouth shut. Um, other than asking you, <laughs> you the questions um, so that you have a chance to provide this much needed information to single mothers across Australia. Hank, are you ready to go? <laughs> yeah, and look, I'll also try and keep my mouth shut so that we keep the answers tight yes <laughs> we, want people, <laughs> we want people to listen to this and finish and go right i get it i know what to do now so that's sure. our aim <laughs> so my first question very basic um and the question lots of people are asking what support is available to people in lockdown across australia right now Okay, look, the key payment is uh, the COVID-19 disaster payment. And there are three levels of payment. Um, firstly, $750 per week if you've lost 20 hours or more of work. The second tier is $450 per week if you've lost between 8 and 20 hours per week of work. Now, there's a little catch in that. And for uh, this audience, it may be relevant. If your normal working day is only three hours, but you've still lost that three hours, then you may also be eligible. So it's really important to remember that little catch as well. Yes, it is. And then, and then the final level of payment is at $200 a week. And that's for people on income support payments who have lost eight hours, uh, eight or more hours of work um, uh, as a result of lockdown. Now, it's really important for me to make this point. Not everyone on income support payments, and by that I mean job seeker payment, parenting payment, all of those sorts of payments, you 
actually have to have lost work in order to qualify. Now, um, and that's paid, that's a top up of $200 per week in addition to your normal income support payment. Right, okay, okay, that's an interesting one. Now, uh, Hank, so a quick question here, because I've actually got 18 year old daughter, um, and I know that a lot of the mums on the platforms, uh, on the Beanstalk Single Mums platforms, have got older kids who are working. They are eligible for this if they're losing that much work, even if they're still at school? The minimum age is 17. You must right. be at least 17 years of age. But if they're at school and working part time and they are eligible for what you've just mentioned, they're okay to make a claim as well, are they? Yes, they are. Uh, that's great it's because they do have hours. costs at that age, don't they? They've got their cars and things like that that they have to pay for petrol, and uh, so yes. it's great to know that those 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 kids can get it as well if they're losing that money. That's right. And see, this payment is different to most of our other payments. Most of our other payments are assessed on the basis of how much you earn. But this disaster yes. recovery payment is actually assessed on the basis of um, hours lost. And that's yes. an important distinction. Yeah, a really important one. Yeah. And so that's just a really good point to get us started. It's done on hours and not on payment. Um, and so casual, permanent, those those kids who are still at school, as long as they're over 17, as long as you are eligible for the hours um, within the brackets that Hank's mentioned, that's how it works. So it's fairly straightforward. So, okay, next question. How do people make a claim? Now, this is the bit where it really does get straightforward. The best <laughs> way to claim, unquestionably, the best way to claim is through MyGov. If you don't have a MyGov account, create one. Um, because once you go into MyGov, on the very front landing page is a button that says Government Support for Coronavirus. And you simply click on that and follow the prompts that apply to you. Now, to create a MyGov account, you simply go to my.gov.au uh, and, uh, uh, you know, follow the, the, the instructions. You can go to the Services Australia website, servicesaustralia.gov.au, where there are a series of videos which guide you through the process. But trust me, it is really straightforward. It sounds it. Yes, you've got to love MyGov. And um, it sounds like, I mean, I haven't gone on there recently, but it sounds like it is just right there in front of you. Hit that button, follow the process. Could you tell me roughly how long it will take to make a claim? Look, um, we, even though this is the busiest time of the year for us, because we're also involved in balancing family yes. tax benefit and childcare subsidy payments, which you'd be well aware of. Mm -hmm. um, but so far, we've granted 1.7 million claims and we've distributed over $2 billion. Now, most of the people are, uh, are receiving money within one business day of being granted. And uh, again, 90% of those cases have claimed through MyGov. Now, um, you know, in order to claim, uh, once you're ready to claim, uh, it's really important. There's a couple of tips that I've got to give you. Firstly, have your employer details available to you, including the ABN for your employer. We'll also be asking you about hours of work lost 
And we'll also be asking you to give us details about your identity. So have your birth certificate, driver's license, and a few documents like that available so you can provide us with the details. Yeah, okay. So those are the things that people need to gather together before they go on to make the claim because it's always so annoying when you go in and you haven't got that information that you need. So actually yeah. making the claim itself, so that bit where you're on your phone or on your computer making the claim is a very straightforward process. And at the moment, it sounds like a lot of people are receiving the money within 24 hours, which is amazing. So it really is disaster money. It's there really quickly for them. And yes, I, I again, you know i spoke to the ato a couple of weeks ago um, to help single mums with their tax returns so i do appreciate that yes you have all that to do on top of of this as well so um getting that money so quickly is quite a feat just run through for my single mum listeners so remember ladies if you're going to make a claim make sure you've got your employer abn ready work out how many hours of work you've lost and make sure you've got some form of id with you like a birth certificate or a driver's license um, okay, my next question. So with uh, this country going in and out of lockdowns, we never know what's around the corner, do we at the moment? Um, do people need to claim each week to get the payment? Um, and do they have to claim again each time there is a new lockdown? How does it work in, in that continuing of receiving the claim? Yeah, now this is the slightly tricky bit, okay? Mm -hmm. Because you do have to claim for each lockdown, but once you've claimed, if the lockdown is continuing, we will automatically continue making those payments. Now, this point about when lockdowns start is really important. The agreement between the Commonwealth Government and State Governments is that uh, the Commonwealth pays individuals uh, and we also will pay for part weeks of the lockdown. So it's, you know, uh, and, and essentially what we do is we pay weekly in arrears. So you can't actually start claiming until day eight of yes. any lockdown. Now, if it's only a three-day lockdown, it's day eight from the commencement of that lockdown that you can claim. Now, that's really important because if you claim early, we won't process your claim. There's a whole range of reasons why we can't do that. Uh, I won't go into those. So really, the best thing to do is to go to the Services Australia website. If you're in lockdown, go to the Services Australia website. On the very front page is a big yellow banner, COVID-19 support. Click on that. And if you look at each state, it'll give you the breakdown and the start dates from which you can start claiming. Um, that's really important. Uh, and really don't helpful claim to have that yeah and don't claim a day early and try and get in quickly there is no rush in fact you have 28 days to lodge a claim i'm not saying wait 28 days but mm. don't feel compelled to have to get in on day one um now once you're granted you will receive your initial payment and then if the lockdown's continuing you know other payments will continue automatically um, and the only thing you need to worry about is if you happen to go back to work, 
um, then of course you've got to let us know about your changed circumstances in the same way as you would with any other payment that you might be receiving from us. Okay, I've got it. I think the listeners will have got it as well. But the key is day number eight is the day that you can claim, but you don't even need to count those days because you can actually just go into the Services Australia website and click on the big yellow button and it will tell you what day you can claim on. I've got that right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, um, and it does. And so although we're talking, you can make that claim on day eight, you don't have to have been in an eight day lockdown, it can be a three day lockdown, but you still can't make that claim until day eight. And do the payments come through, say you're in lockdown, such as say Sydney at the moment, and they are um, uh, and, and a number of weeks involved, does it come through on the same day every week, the payment? Can we expect that? Uh, no, it doesn't, and that's to do with the payment cycles that we go through. Uh, for example, um, I know that in Queensland right now, uh, we paid as soon as people claimed, and then they received their second payment within a matter of uh, three or four days because we ticked over into the second yes. week. Um, so, uh, yeah, the days can uh, 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 fall on different days of each week, but let me assure you, for every week of lockdown that you're eligible for, and every part week, you will be paid. Thank you. And it's good to know, it's good to let the listeners know that it could be on different days, because that will save them trying to find out why their money hasn't come in or have they received too much because they've come in too close together, the payments. So it will come. It just might be on different days. Hang on in there. Um, and uh, my next question for you, Hank, because we've got a lot of self-employed ladies and sole traders um, who are single mums who talk on my platform. So how does it work for them? Are they eligible for this payment? Look, uh, this is, this is again, um, uh, dependent on which state you're in. Um, for self-employed sole traders and contractors, we actually recommend that your first port of, port of call is to check with state government support. The um, state governments uh, are providing support for businesses and generally it's paid at a higher level and generally people in this category qualify as businesses. Now, the problem is if you, if you uh, lodge a claim from us first, it will make you ineligible for any mm. state government support. So first port of call should be your state government um, uh, agencies. Um, if you're not eligible, then by all means lodge a, a claim with us. And remember, we do pay, you, you've got 28 days to lodge a claim and you won't miss out on any payments from us, but we recommend you check with state government first. Yes. Okay. So yeah, it's a little bit like um, the. They, it sounds like it's similar to when the job keeper, job seeker was here, and I think it was the this group of people who were unsure as to which one of those they should claim for, and they can't claim both. So it's worth doing a little bit of investigation work first of all, if you're self-employed um, or you're a sole trader, just to work out which is the right and the best payment for you. And there's enough information out there um, to do that. Um, my my, this, I've got my last question for you it's a bit multifaceted in fact I think what I'm trying to do is squeeze quite a few questions into this one but pretend it's just one question but what I'd like you to tell us Hank is um, 
Is there anything else we need to know about these disaster payments? Like, are they taxable? Do they count as income for income support purposes? And just to throw another quick question in there, um, is there any other support available that um, hasn't been mentioned in this chat that um, single mums could, uh, could do well knowing about? Sure. Okay, first thing I have to say, COVID-19 disaster payment is not taxable. Uh, and it's also not regarded as income if you're receiving uh, other income support payments. So if, say, you're on parenting payment, you've lost work and you're eligible for that $200 top up, then that $200 is tax free. You don't need to declare it and it won't have any effect on either your ongoing payment or family tax benefit. Uh, you don't need to report it, okay? The, there is another payment available called the Pandemic Leave Disaster Payment, and that's if you've been advised that you must self-isolate for 14 days. Now, this is for people who may have contracted COVID-19, who may be caring for someone who has COVID-19, uh, and has been ordered into quarantine. Now, it's a $1,500 lump sum payment, and it covers the full 14 days of your quarantine. Now, in order to claim that, uh, it, the process, of course, is different. You need to ring us on 180266, um, and uh, you can't claim that through MyGov. Now, in addition to that, um, of course, we're one of the biggest employers of social workers in the country. Uh, and if you are in really dire straits, and if the effects of the pandemic are really affecting you adversely, then by all means, give us a call uh, and we can put you in contact with a social worker who can provide additional guidance and maybe even help you forge some links with other support that may be relevant to you. Now, in order to do that, you simply call your normal business line, the line that you normally contact us with when, if, if you're dealing with us, uh, if you're receiving an income support payment. Now, there's another category of people that do need to contact us on the emergency line. And that's people who are in Australia and have work-related visas. Now, there are well over 60 of these work-related visas, um, and it's important that you know which of those categories, which of those visas you hold. And in order to qualify, to claim the COVID-19 disaster payment, you have to give us a call on that number, 180-2266. That's our emergency payment line. Now, we're trying to discourage people from ringing that line unless they fall into this visa category or unless um, you're a person that's experienced, you know, that you're in extremely vulnerable times because the quickest, most efficient way is to claim through MyGov. Yes, and you want to get people going through that system and that frees up the space for the people who really do need the emergency support. Um, if they're in isolation, certainly if they're on their own and they haven't got any support around them. So I've got that number here. I've made a note of it so I can put it on the details with this podcast. Let me check I've got it right, Hank. One eight zero double two double six. That's right. Many people think that I've got it wrong and think it's one eight double zero. It's not. It's one eight zero. 
Yeah, I was actually I was telling my dad, who's in the UK on Skype the other night, how there is a number because I'd seen it on the news. I said if people are in isolation over here and they're stuck, they haven't got support. There is a government number that they can call to get help. And um, because I was saying, you know, I thought that was a really good thing. And he said to me, "Can you phone up and get and order a hamburger?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, I, I'm not entirely sure. I haven't used it, but I, I ever do. But, the, but the, the reason I mention it is because, you know, he was, he was kind of joking, but he was like, wow, that's a really good thing. You know, people aren't left to deal with this on their own. There is support out there. And that's what we're trying to get across now. Well, of course, this is one of those rare occasions where I'm going to give you a definitive no. We're not going to help you with a hamburger. Oh, God, you've let me down because it was all so positive up till this point. But I guess we've got Uber Eats for that, haven't we? Uh, um, look, thank you so much. I, I've been jotting down numbers and, and bits and pieces so that when I put this podcast up, people can listen, but then they can go back and they can click straight through into my and the Services Australia website, and also that phone number will be there. Um, so thank you. Um, I think we've, we've covered everything that we need to over this. And we spoke this time last year and, and our conversation was about COVID. And I know that we didn't realise that we'd be talking about it again um, a year later. So I really hope that we never have to discuss COVID on this podcast ever again. <laughs> uh, well, so do I. But listen, I'm happy uh, to uh, discuss any other issues that relate to Services Australia at any time. Yeah, and I, I'd love to do that. Um, today's plan was to talk about how to help single mums when they first separate, you know, how they have to, what they have to do in terms of um, their, yeah. their commitments to the government and letting people know about their separation. We haven't done that. We felt this was more important, but we, I'd love to chat to you again and talk about that if we could at some point, Hank. For sure. Um, so, yeah, and so thanks for taking the time out. You know, it's been such a busy, busy time for you. Um, you've helped me share the facts that Australian mums need right now to care for their beloved family throughout the pandemic. So uh, um, thank you. And um, I'll get this podcast out by the end of the week. So everyone's got the information they need at their fingertips. Fantastic. Um, and to the single mums listening, I hope this chat has helped you and that you're safe and that you're coping. Uh, reach for the support you need. There is support out there as we've chatted about today. You are entitled to it and make sure you stay connected with friends and family any safe way possible. And remember you can chat to thousands of other single mums in a positive space 24 seven on my Facebook group, The Single Mum Vine. Um, and if you've not visited my website, you can get more support around coronavirus and everything single mum related at beanstalkmums.com.au so head over there and have a look um, and just one final point before we leave you today if this podcast has helped you please take just 30 seconds to rate and review it the more reviews we can get the easier these podcasts are to find by other single mums who need support guidance and companionship on their single mother journeys so until next time ladies goodbye <laughs>